Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible, most of the time, and stopping <laughs> fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. Hola, everyone. Howdy doodle. What's going on? And hello, this is the Fashion Crimes Podcast with your favorite personal stylist and the only Holly that you need to know. I am coming back to my bestie, my best gay, my personal stylist, my hero, my confidant, my rock, Mr. Nolan Meter. Where have you been? Lots of, you know, I feel bad. I, um, I'd like to say back by popular, in my case, not so popular demand. <laughs> um, a lot has changed. I'm sorry. I, I feel like I've fallen off the face of the earth. So I moved back to New York. I still don't have a fucking place to live because it's so hard to find an apartment in New York City right now. It's like ridiculous, apparently. But unless you're okay. like, unless we'll you can like it. buy one or like, you know, spend $25,000 a month in rent. But, you know, I'm not there yet. I've like gotten to the point where I'm now considering like getting a boyfriend just to have a bed to sleep in. So I'm not like crashing people. You know what I mean? I'm like getting to that point where I'm like, I don't need to care about him that much. It's fine. Aren't that, isn't that what those apps are for? I'm just saying. No, that's not what those are. Those are just so like you can get your like stuff wrecked or whatever. I don't know. It's not my, that's not my jam. That shit scares me. Anyway, so I got a, I got a, a like a, like a real adult job. It's very Nolan terrifying. Nolan got a J-O-B. Which I was not expecting, but I just, I was like, I couldn't really refuse it. And I was like, well, I mean, I do love styling, but it's nice and I, and I can still do it, but it's nice that I don't have to assume all the responsibility anymore. I kind of like the idea of not being the boss. Well, you're styling me still. So that. Oh, yes, absolutely. And, you know, I am actually, I have a couple other things in the pipeline right now in that respect too, which is exciting, but like, it's nice to have something else to focus on too. So, you know, being back in New York, it's been crazy. And so I've just been running around like a chicken with my head cut off because it's like the craziest time of year. So I'm now working in PR, which I never thought I would be, but I, I really enjoy it. And I learn a lot every single day and, you know, and I get to work with people that I really love and adore. So, um, and it specializes in luxury, which nobody loves more than me. So, you know, there are some, it's, it's mostly like fine jewelry and watches, but it's like hotels and whatever. It's really, it's really quite fun. And so right now I'm actually coming to you. Well, Actually, probably we should start with our adventures because when I first came back to the city, you were still there, thank God. Right. We have always been each other's people, but I mean, you have been, you've had to listen to so much because like I usually, when I lose my shit, I lose it like once every six months, but it's like a three-day process where I just mm -hmm. cry for three days and like, it's been a lot more lately because this is such a huge adjustment. There's so much happening. I'm very overwhelmed. Let's keep it real. It's it's been crying every day. It's but been we'll not every, not like real crying, like stress crying, not heartbroken, like really sadness crying. Cause like with that, like when I'm really heartbroken and sad, I don't really cry a lot in that respect. I really do cry twice a year about like really dark, deep shit. This is more like stressed fury crying because mm -hmm. I'm like, everyone leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> 
I'm like, it's 7 p.m. And I love people. I love people until I don't. That's the thing. I was actually talking with a friend of the podcast, Mary Hyam, one of my new favorite people in the whole world. I've always loved Mary, but she's just, since I moved back, we've become, you know, even, you know, even closer. And she's just, she's so fucking phenomenal. And she said to me, she's like, you're like me. You're an extroverted introvert. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what Jessica said. She said, I am an extroverted introvert. Yeah, that's what it is. Is is I'm I love to be around people and make jokes, whatever. And I said, you know, to someone the other day, I'm like, I like making people laugh and whatever. And I don't mind that in a group of people, but like I don't want to be famous. And they're like, oh bullshit. You love being the center of attention. I'm like, not really. At like a dinner table and like making people laugh. I love that. It's fun. I like to have fun. I don't need any more than that. So like, I love that, but I'm very much one of those people. I love being alone. I love my time by myself to just reach. I need to be able to recharge, you know, to be on all the time. And so I haven't had that a lot in the past month. (laughs) So there have been a lot of thoughts of, you know, screaming into a pillow or, (laughs) you know, stabbing a pillow, stabbing a pillow, (laughs) jumping out of, I'm currently sitting in at the Wynn in Las Vegas in my fabulous room that I love so much. It's very Palm Beach in here. And you're very, you're alone right now. So I'm alone right now, which is great. I'm not drunk, which is great because you uh, have been pretty, right. I've been drinking. I have been, here's the nice part. I've lost so much weight that now I'm like, I'm eating like shit and I'm drinking a ton and I'm because it's Las Vegas and I'm walking so much. I'm not gaining any weight. I mean, I feel like shit, but I, I'm not gaining any weight. So that's really what matters. I can still fit into my Prada. Have you gambled? Yes, actually, I have a very funny story about that, but we'll get to that. So we were in New York. You and I, we had some adventures. We went to Frame, which we love. God, this is every time. No one's like, let's go to Frame. Let's go I to fucking Frame. Love Frame because I found a new girl there. Paige, we're new besties. We talk, we text, we hang. I love her. And they were doing a new um, cut of their collection with the Carlisle Hotel, which you know I love New York and a little New York nostalgia. Which is, listen, this is a top tip. It's not tacky if it's five-star hotel merch. (laughs) Okay, so let's break that down. If it's a t-shirt from the Four Seasons Maui, you're still a little bit of a douche, (laughs) but it's fine. But we'll let that pass, okay? We'll let it pass. If you're wearing a tennis cap from the Ritz in like Grand Cayman, that's like extra douchey because it's like- douche cap. Oh, you know what I saw last week was someone wearing a vest from one of the Amman hotels. And I'm like, oh, you're such a tool. But also (laughs) you're so fabulous because it means you have great taste. So it's like, you know, it's one of those, like I either love you or I can't decide if I love you or if I hate you. I have been to the Amman in Tokyo and I will say it was- Next level. The I know, they're opening in New York in six months. And I had the whole place. Nolan's like, I said, I don't have anything to do on Christmas. There's nothing for us so to do. So I called ahead and I booked her a spot. I went through the whole thing. They gave me like 87 options. I felt like I was ordering a car. I mean, I had the whole place to myself. They were like, do you want this wrap? Do you want this wrap? How aggressive? I'm like, I don't know. Just do it. I mean, it was really nice. But okay, back to you. Sorry. That was so fun. I remember you called me after. You're like, that was the craziest fucking I mean, place I've the, ever I've been in my been, life. I've never been the only person in the whole place, but okay. Well, it was Christmas. I know it was Christmas day. Okay. So, so anyway, the frame is doing the Carlisle. And so I had, of course, some of my thread up frame credits that I'm so famous for. And this time they did a whole line. They did men's. And of course, Paige knew what I wanted. And so she pulled it the day it came in. She texted me the day the collection dropped. She's like, it's here for you. It's ready. I got there. It was fucking carnage. Every woman on the Upper East Side was in that store because everyone loves the Carlisle. It's so iconic. And they did Bemelman's, the bar at the Carlisle, which mm-hmm. I sent you to. You yes. loved. Yes. You love Bemelman's. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's iconic New York. And that's why, like, for me, it's not douchey because it's iconic New York. Everyone knows the Carlisle. 
And every, like, you know, it's kind of like an old institution of New York. And this time the collection's fabulous. Everything's embroidered versus printed. So, I mean, it's $350 for a hoodie or whatever it is, but. No one thinks that's practical. I mean. It is practical. I wore it on the plane. <laughs> I wore it on the fucking plane. I looked like such a tool on the plane. I had like big sunglasses, my mask. You Were, know, you Were you I crying? I wasn't crying. I'd taken the Xanax. <laughs> I wasn't crying. And uh, more on the Xanax later, though. I have a funny story about that, too. So that was great. And so then the next day, I ended up getting an extra frame credit I didn't know I had. So I got the Bemelman's hoodie and the Carlisle, well, Bemelman's crew neck and the Carlisle hoodie. I'm very happy with that. And would I ever spend that much money of real money on that? No, because I think it's stupid. But I love it. It makes me so happy. And yesterday, I did cry in the coffee shop in the Encore in my Bemelman's crew neck. I did because it was 7.45. I had a migraine and I had to help someone. Anyway, so what happened when I was in New York? What else did we do? We, we went had a, shopping. We, we went we, shopping. You found a leather skirt after two years of searching. We did go to the real real and had a okay, so we're a little bit butthurt because Nolan's bestie that used to work there at the real real, he has no longer employed there and we, we rolled with it. Right. No, I said, Michael, why would you leave? He said, Well, darling, I want to go to Fire Island for the summer. I was like, Oh well. Uh, so that was the end of that. That was that the end was of that. <laughs> That was the end of that relationship. Anyway, we found a new lady. She was actually really nice and very helpful. Um, and P.S., the real, real store has opened in the ATL. Nolan's a little butthurt about that. He's well, I don't 80%. even consider you like a, a, like, a, like, a, like a citizen of Georgia anymore. You haven't been there <laughs> in three and a half months. I'm like, you're a New Yorker again. Fuck off. I know, but it's nice that they have it. That's good for the Atlanta. Can this you not? Star, that start, my biggest regret is not buying that stock when they went public. I would be so rich. Anyway, so back to you. So we went to the real world. I got a leather skirt. Very cute. You got a we, fabulous leather skirt that I've been belly aching and bitching at you to buy a leather skirt for two years because when I came to Atlanta the first time, almost four years ago now, which can you believe that? No, I realized I can't. that next week it'll be four years. I made you get rid of yours. So I was like this, like, like I'm like, it's pleather. It's well, pleather. it was from BCBG. And I, I know. And I really did love that skirt. It was and, good for that time, but you've yeah, elevated. Yeah, I've elevated and, we found you the most fabulous A-line Louis Vuitton runway leather skirt, 80% off. Runway. What? Runway. Yeah, Nicola Gasquier for Vuitton. It was fabulous. It's really great. <sighs> I mean, and, um, that was lucky. Great. That was lucky. So that was a fun adventure. I did put you in a hot pink cotton poplin Valentino dress. I did lie to you and tell you it was a four. It was a zero. I mean, um, but I it did- almost zipped. <laughs> So, I mean, it was oversized. I I just, I, I can't with Nolan because he says, try this on, try this on, try this on. I'm like, it looks really tiny. He goes, honey, it's a six, but I don't look, I don't know why I believe him. And he goes, okay, it was a four. Then when I took it off, I said, oh, I think I want to order it. He goes, okay, it was a zero. I'm like, what is the point? Because listen, every designer cuts differently. And on top of that, especially with designers like a Valentino, or a Gucci, they will do a dress that is so oversized sometimes or cut to be very flowy. And you don't like things super, super huge or flowy. So you might wear a two in a a certain Valentino dress because they've cut it to be very voluminous. And so you just never know. And it doesn't hurt to try unless you tear the fabric, but we didn't have that issue. Did you find me that dress? I did in a four, but it was still very expensive. So I didn't oh, show okay. it to you because okay. I, it was still like $2,000. And I was like, oh, it's, oh. it's cotton. It's cotton. Like, uh-huh. come on. It's not like it's, it's not silk. It's like, it's cotton. I like, mean, it on. could be a pillowcase, but. It's fabulous though. Yeah, it's it so fabulous. chic. It's so chic. It is. We'll post a picture of the dress. Yes. Um, yes. We will. And, and I, I'm wearing it in the dressing room, but I don't have it zipped. So 
But it looked fabulous on yeah, I loved it. So we do have pictures of that. Okay. What else did we do? I feel like we did more. We went oh, out. We went to American Bar and that was so funny because of course we had schmutz with us. And there was yes. a cute, there was a cute, like nice Jewish family next to us eating dinner. <laughs> and schmutz just stands up, walks over, plops down right under their table. Uh, literally. And they so into it. And the son, who was like 25, very cute, adorable, yeah, he clearly worked cute. in finance, had a little vest on. I was like, you can keep the dog if you take me too. And you know, it was a lot of fun. It was very funny. It was so comical. That was actually cool. So it was raining and we're like, and they had an outside thing. And so we kind of moved in and then they sat behind us and Schmutz was laying next to me and he was like, your dog's so cute. And he pet him. And then the next thing I know, literally three quarters of his body is underneath their table. And I was like, sorry. He's like, it's fine. I was like, okay, they have, he's would rather be with them. Not, not offended, not offended. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I was not offended. So then what else happened? Oh, we had my Hamptons adventures. So I had two Hamptons adventures. Uh-oh, Disclaimer. Studios. I was not there. You were invited though. Okay. I was not there. So I'm 80% happy for you that you went to these parties in the Hamptons, but continue. But you did look fabulous and you took I amazing. I did look fabulous. You I took great pictures. You did look fabulous. I will. Thank you. That. So we went, uh, the first party was with the daily front row, which everyone knows. I have a very checkered past with, I used to love them. And then I had a falling out with a friend who worked there. Now that she's gone, you know what it was literally the, the CMO of the company said to me when I was there, she goes, I said, she goes, I haven't seen you much at things lately. I said, well, you know, it was, you know, ever since so-and-so left, she goes, oh, are you not friends with her? I said, no. And she goes, oh, we probably didn't invite you because we thought we were, you were still friends with her. I was like, no, I'm not. She goes, oh, great. I'll make sure you're on all the lists. Oh, I love and that. I, I, it, was, it was so funny. She was fabulous. Anyway, first party was with Lejeune's, which I know you love Lejeune's. Oh, love them. And it, was, it was the 10th anniversary of the Daily Front Row Summer Edition. And so I was invited and, you know, um, our friend Gravy. Friend of the podcast friend of the podcast gravy was going out with her husband mike because they're the cutest couple and he's the best instagram husband so he's like she's like oh i'm making mike drive me we're going we have a great time you want to come i was like of course so we went i called mary 45 minutes before we were leaving and i was like i didn't realize like i have a plus one do you want to come and she's like when do you leave i'm like in 30 minutes and she's (laughs) like i'm in so we go and we meet gravy at her house we drive out there we have the best time we laugh the whole time we stop and have lunch at topping rose house we all take a bunch of pictures and videos then we all get in the car and change to do like our other outfit change. And I decided we walked around East Hampton. We went to the new Gucci store. We saw uh, my friend Lauren's family's jewelers there. It was cool to see, you know, East Hampton because I hadn't been to Hamptons in a very long time. And I've, I haven't been, you know, it's, I'm a Cape Cod person. So anyway, it was a lot of fun. And I wanted the, I wanted a picture on the beach in like a, a nautical, like bitchy outfit. So I have this Michael Kors collection, my no hate sweater, which you've seen. Love it. Love it. And I had these blue pants on. So I packed a duffel bag. So I had like four different tops and I thought I had two pairs of pants with me. And so we get to the beach and Gravy's husband is like, no, you got to get in the water. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, get in the water if you want the shot. I said, okay. So I did. And I'm like, oh, I'm like almost up to my ass, like wet (laughs) in these blue pants. I get back to the car to change. And I realize I don't have a second pair of pants and the party starts in 20 minutes. (laughs) So I stand in the parking lot while gravy beats the sand off of me with a t-shirt. Then we drive to the party with my legs out the window of her brand new car. (laughs) So you can dry. It's on Mary's TikTok of my (laughs) legs out the window. I looked like Paris Hilton leaving a party. I mean, my legs were out. Listen, desperate times call for desperate measures. When we then went to the party, I got obliterated. Gravy made friends with Russell Simmons. It was a very fun night. 
And then on the way home, because I was drunk, I was like, I really want cake. Oh my <laughs> so God. Made, you guys are the worst dessert people. We are, I, the thing is, I can give up snacking. Don't come near my dessert. I will uh, kill you. I went to the bathroom. We went out with two, uh, we went out with Mary the other night and a, a new friend, Aaron. And I literally go to the bathroom. I come back, there's chocolate lava cake at my seat. <laughs> and I ordered one for you because I'm like, I'm not sharing mine. Oh my God. Do not. He will get dessert in two seconds. I okay. will get dessert in two minutes. Do not come near me with dessert. Okay. Okay. So and y'all so got cake. Y'all got $16 got cake. cake. We went to San Ambrose. They charge you double what they charge in the city for a slice of cake. It was disgusting anyway. So it was a great time. We had an amazing time. Someone did steal my Ray-Bans, but we're not going to go there. Ugh. Then another party was happening last weekend, which um, I made dear friend, Aaron, who I love. He's a member of our fashion posse of the city, which new is friend. ever, ever evolving. He's a new friend for you. I've known him yep. for a bit. Um, it's like, he's part of the, you know, we he's need a doll. We needed doll. to restructure our fashion posse because some people have moved away. Some people don't care anymore. Valid. Valid. So we needed new, we need new bitches. Yes. So yes. I was like, I, I had been hanging out with Mary so much that I was like, Mary needs to be in this. Like she gets it. She feels this. Mm. And Aaron, I was like, I don't want to be the only boy anymore. And Aaron's cool. Yeah, so yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to take care of him. He's a T like he gets it. And so we're just like, so we invited him too. And we just have the best time. So he, uh, Gravy was, in, he was invited to this party and he called me and he's like, are you going to this? And I was like, I didn't even know it was happening. Cause like, I'm not an editor. I don't work like, you mm -hmm. know, I'm not like, I don't go to, I go to a lot of things, but I don't go to everything. And so I called Gravy and I'm like, do you know anybody going to this? She's like, no, I'm the only one I know who was invited. But she goes, if Aaron's going, tell him that, you know, you want to go with him because they're, they told everybody to bring a date. And I was like, okay. So I didn't even have to ask. Aaron's like, why don't you come with me? I was like, okay. It was in the Hamptons. It was in uh, Southampton. It was hosted by Betsy Johnson, which used we love. Used to be my jam. Which was your jam and your employer used, at one point. Used to be my jam. We had the best time. So they actually had buses pick us up at Chelsea Market, these like coat, like nice buses. We got on the bus. They pass out snacks and booze on the bus. And it turns out my friend Wendy was going to be on the bus with us, which was amazing. So we sat with her and we met this girl in line who was just, she's wearing like a sequin and tulle skirt. And I was like, we're going to be friends. Mm -hmm. turns out she's a huge deal influencer with one name, like Madonna. <laughs> her, name is, her name is Mandy. And her, her fiance, who is lovely and so nice and so funny. And we all just sat together and we just had the absolute best time. I mean, that's, that's why I'm 80% happy for you that you went. We'll go with that. I had the best time. And like, I've been texting with Mandy every day since. Like, she just had one of those people. We just had the best time. We get out to the Hamptons, we get there. It's at this huge mansion. It has like a pool in the backyard. It's sponsored by like Key Australia, whatever, and Betsy Johnson. There's a whole bunch of free shit. We loot the free shit. We lock it in <laughs> Gravy's car because Gravy met us out there because she drove. So we lock all our new shit in Gravy's car and then we go to partying. I got hammered. I'm shocked. not going to lie to you. I'm well, shocked. first. First, Julia Hart from My Unorthodox Life showed up. Okay, so that, let's talk about that for a minute. So she looked amazing, as always. I mean, she was wearing like blue tweed, I mean, red tweed Balmain. Amazing. Honestly, what I loved was the crocodile Louis Vuitton cappuccino bag. I mean, so chic. Yes. <laughs> and her gay did not see, Robert, Robert did not seem happy to be there and was like clear. I don't think he was having a good time. But like, I didn't, I, like if he was, if he was putting out better energy, like, I think he was just having a rough day or something. Cause honestly, I would have loved to have gone up to him and been like, we need to be friends. Cause you're cool. Like, right. You right. Know, I just, he, cause he seems like a nice person and whatever, but anyway, 
We had a great time, you know, like Nina Agdahl was there. They had a very famous drag queen perform, but they had like ping pong tables. And there was like one of the editors of paper was smashed and probably coked out too, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> and he was like floating in the pool floats. I'm like, nobody's getting in the fucking pool. Like, Didn't he no. get kicked out? They, no. And then this other guy that he was with got kicked out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It the was other like, guy. But it was a party. Like we were dancing, like, but it waited until like two hours into the party because it was at 2 PM. It waited until like four. And then the waitresses come around with shots of tequila. Oh my God. Brady grabbed two. I grabbed two. Everybody else grabbed one. I did both at once because I'm a champ. <laughs> I mean, I have not had that much fun in so long. I was dancing on tables, not tables, on ping pong apparatus, apparatuses, <laughs> appara- I don't know. I, I had the best time. It was so fun. And we that- danced the weekend and we sang, we played ping pong. And it was like, it was so good. And then on the ride home, like we all realized like everyone is in the bus. It's all mostly like influencers and editors. And we're like, these are all people like that are relatively big deal. Not not huge deals, but like relatively like, not this is not the D list crowd. This is like the C plus list crowd. <laughs> and everyone's realizing like, fuck, our buzz is wearing off. And like, this is the night before the hurricane and the hurricane's coming and it's starting to rain. So we're all like, fuck, our buzz is wearing off we need to do something about that. Cause we don't want to be like awake hungover, you know, when like you get drunk and then you like sober up and you like have a day hangover and mm-hmm. it's the worst. Mm-hmm. So the girls from the PR company are like, no, we have more booze. Don't worry. So we all continue to drink the whole way home. That was the best party that I didn't go to. It was the best party you didn't go to. Cause you are the life of the party. Anyway, at this party, you would have been like the triple life of the party. You would have <laughs> loved it. And I mean, I was dancing. I saw my friend, Lara, who created the mask chain. She did a collaboration with Kesha. She like was like throwing mask chains onto me. I now have one. I love it. Yeah, no, we you were do dancing. Love it. We were dancing. Grave and I were dancing. And there's one video of Grave just going, Nolan, you need to eat. To explain the mask chain. It's like, a, it's like the old lady things they put on glasses like to keep them around your neck. But with a mask, it's so fucking practical because you never know if you need it. If you don't, you're never losing it. It's around your neck. Is it real jewelry or is it no, like she makes i mean they're not plastic it's metal it's heavy it's costume okay yeah so it's, it's costume jewelry, but it's nice like she does like cuban she does like 18 different kinds of links and colors and enamels and charms and whatever it's so cute it looks like a layered necklace when you have it on ah I they're see. fabulous and it's the most practical fucking thing we will put that in the show notes so people can yes yeah, so sure her, her instagram out. is is um her instagram is pretty connected shop uh, okay. I love her so, so much. Good tip. So that was fun. So, okay. So now you're in Las Vegas at the jewelry yes. show. Can you say the name of the show you are? So it, so attending? we are here. So there are actually like eight jewelry shows in Vegas right now. I'm here for Couture and for the Vegas Antique Jewelry Show for work. We have a couple, a couple of things happening here that are very exciting. No one's been pex- texting me pictures. Do you want this for your birthday? Do you want this? Well, because I now have the ability to buy jewelry as a wholesaler. So a bracelet that they might charge someone, I'm just pulling a number out of my ass. Like not that, it, it, say, say a bracelet's $100,000, I can probably get it for 20. Like it's ridiculous. If I have a bracelet that's $1,000, I can probably buy it for like 250. Because here you buy it at wholesale or you buy it at a dealer price versus if I, if, even if I go to a jeweler, I know who might give me 30% off, they're still making a huge markup here. There's no markup at all, you know, other than what the wholesaler is making. Which, so it's jewelry, pe- people that own jewelry stores that are coming there to meet new dealers to buy. Inventory. Yeah. Um, well, so Couture is new brands or uh, so brands and jewelers like Oscar Heyman and Sydney Evan and, um, 
you know, pretty much every major jewelry brand you can think of, like not Cartier, but like brands that sell to Neiman Marcus and not a Porte and all that. David Yerman. David Yerman. Yes. Like that kind of a thing, right? Okay. Gu- like Gucci is here. All the watch brands are here. You know, Michelle is here. Bell mm-hmm. and Ross is here. All of them. I mean, it's, it's Vegas, so it's really fucking lavish. It's ridiculous. And so that's couture. And then the vintage show is all of the antique dealers from around the country who have ridiculous jewelry. I saw a Harry Winston wreath set this afternoon that I got to like actually play with and hold in my hands that was made for a member of the royal family. And it was retailed for like seven or eight million dollars. And they were selling it for like three two, three point two or something. And honestly, if I had a lot of money, I would fucking buy it. It was that sick. What's the security like there? Like is it, is, it like- there are cameras, motion sensors, heat sensors, guards. It is the most secure place on earth. Okay. So people have it out. Oh, yeah, people have it out, but then at night every booth has a ridiculous vault like safe. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, it is it's manned 24/7. It's mm-hmm. not it doesn't when it closes, security stays. Because there's probably a billion dollars worth of jewelry in the in one of the rooms below me. Like I'm not even kidding. You know, I've never seen so much Van Cleef and Cartier in my, in my life. And it's like I got to actually spend a lot of time with one of the editors from Vogue who has become one of my new favorite people in the world. I mean, how about that? She did spend two minutes yesterday before she left. We were having a party yesterday and she came up to my boss and she goes, you know, he's fantastic, right? (laughs) And she spent like two minutes talking about how amazing I was. And I'm like crying. So her name is Lynn Yeager. Is that correct? Yes. And she's a very important Vogue writer. She is older and she has been in fashion years, you know. Years and years and years. And she has a very distinct look about her. Yeah, she has a very distinct look. She's very, you know, she's just well-known. And so for someone, you know, who is so respected and so important to be one so kind to me and to, you know, to make a point to say that was really kind. Yes. Um, And so I got to spend time with her. I got to meet some of the editors of Town & Country and Forbes and Rob Report and all these things. And it's been really an amazing, amazing experience. And you know, obviously there are a lot of things I can't talk about just because of, you know, right, right, agreements and such. But like in general, the jewelry here is like beyond anything I've ever seen. Like I, you know, you have stones that are a thousand dollars a carat. And then there were stones that were $2 million a carat. And to see all of this jewelry in one place, it almost jades you a little bit. Like I was looking at a stone earlier and I asked the guy, I was like, how much is this? He's like, I don't know, 150,000. I'm like, that's not that bad. And then I was like, what did I just say? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did I just say? And I will say your your jewelry game is elevating because you're starting to wear more, more jewelry. I am. I'm into jewelry now. And I see it because like with, with clothing, it's hard because it really, it is an investment, but it's not a financial investment. Yes. It's an investment in your own happiness, your confidence and all of that. And it's worth every penny. But jewelry does hold value of some kind because you are putting money into a precious metal or a precious stone. And so right now we're seeing in the jewelry world, like cashmere sapphires are off the charts expensive right now. And now with colored diamonds, a lot of the mines that do colored diamonds, because they're not super ethical about the way they do it, oh. are being closed. So like there are no more pink diamonds coming. So like what's out there is out there and that's all that's out there yeah. kind of thing. And so the prices of them are just ridiculous because people are so rich right now that nobody cares. In five years when the market tanks and everyone loses all their money, people are going to be selling diamonds because yeah. everyone has bought money. Because, I mean, with, at the rate people are spending, there's no way there's not a recession coming. I mean, it is going to, uh, something's going to happen because I've, like, people are saying, downstairs, someone's like, no one's bought anything in nine, nine months. They're g- going crazy. I mean, the jewel, I've just never seen jewelry like this in my life. It is absolutely incredible. What and advice? There are pieces that are $1,000, you know, like, 
it's not like it's all $100,000 pieces, but it's just pieces that I've never seen before. What advice would you give to somebody who's in the market for like a really nice piece of jewelry? Do you, I mean, find a like mob and pop? It's really hard because I can't give a piece of advice that I would follow because nobody has the ability to buy it wholesale or at such a discount because I have, you know, we we have a lot of jeweler friends, both of us do. Mm -hmm. Most people don't have that. So I can't say don't buy from a jeweler because you're going to, you know, pay. I see what the markup is. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely astounding what the markup is on some, not all jewelry, but some, it's really astounding. So I would say, buy, I would say buy vintage. I wouldn't just, I would just, oh. wouldn't, I don't, I don't believe in buying. Like I would say if you're, especially if you're going to spend like $5,000 or more on something, don't buy it from a chain. Interesting. You just don't know where it, like, you don't know if it's actually going to, you know, if they actually make it or not, you just don't know, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, Van Cleef and Arpels or Cartier or something, but there are amazing pieces that you can find at antique stores and vintage markets and even vintage jewelry dealers and then negotiate on the price. God always negotiate. Oh, wow. Okay. But then good you get tip. something like if you're going to spend a lot of money on something, you want something special and unique that not everyone's going to have. I would totally agree with that. So go to an antique or vintage dealer and negotiate a price. If you if you say, you know, I want to spend $3,000 on whatever, a bracelet or whatever you want, you know, at least look there first and Well, see. and don't like, now that I've said like the certain markups are crazy, don't expect you're going to pay cost because no one pays cost because someone has to make money, right? Everybody has mm-hmm. to make money, which mm-hmm. is fine because you need to pay for your house and food and health insurance and whatever. It's fine to pay a little bit of a markup. But if you're paying you know, if you're buying a ring for $3 million, you're probably, probably paying a million dollars in a markup, which is fine mm-hmm. at that level because, well, you know, I mean, most people, whoever's, whoever's yeah. Yeah. But like whoever's, whoever's made that ring has taken on a huge amount of risk. Right. On a I smaller would, piece, you shouldn't be paying a ridiculous markup as much. Right. And it, there's a markup on everything, but like do your research and never pay what the price tag says ever. Okay. Good to know. I mean, unless if you're buying like a Van Cleef or Cartier and new, like from them, you have to, they're not going to negotiate with you. They're going to laugh at you because they're going to say, ha well, there's 40 people outside in line who will pay for it. So fuck well, you. There's classic pieces that if you want like the nail bracelet, you know, yes. from Cartier, or if you want something from Tiffany or, you know, a classic piece like that, you, you know, you can get a vintage, but a lot of people d- go to the store and buy that and they right. pass and it down. And in some of them, in, in you know, in your and I's case, because we've talked about the nail bracelet, because at one point you liked it, now I love it. You can't, you know, buying one pre-owned isn't that much cheaper. You might save $500. You might on like a $6,000 bracelet. It's not really worth it. Well, I mean, it's it's tax. That's saving tax. But also like at that point, what's, no, because you still, if you buy it from the real real, you still have to pay tax. <laughs> you know, gone are the days of, you know, unless, unless you're buying high jewelry, like, you know, I know jewelers who can, there are ways around the taxes, mm-hmm. like, you know, of like shipping to certain states and whatever, like yeah. they have, they have mm-hmm. business partners in certain states who will then sell it for them. So the buyer doesn't have to pay tax. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But that's not going to happen on a $6,000 bracelet. It's too much effort. What would you say is the biggest trend right now, like for women, is it watches? Is it earrings? Is it jewelry? Is there one thing that's standing out to you that is a, like hot item right now? Small, but mighty things. So like 18, wearing 18 tiny gold chains at once. So lots of layering. Oh. Like the art party we've always seen and we've seen layered necklaces, but now it's like crazy. Like I've seen things here and I see women with like 40 Van Cleef bracelet, not 40, but like, you know, a dozen Van Cleef right. bracelets. 
literally up to the elbow and it looks like a glove. It's like that, you know, excess and excess and excess. I love it. I see yellow gold is making a huge, Mm -hmm. you know, huge right now, um, which I love, you know. Everything from the 90s is back. So yellow gold was huge in the 90s. Yeah. And 70s jewelry is very in right now in fine, fine jewelry, like real, like diamonds and gold, like very 70s-ish pieces are very in right now. Like There's a lot of art deco. Yeah. Right. Big stones for every day. I love it. Like yesterday I was looking, I think I sent you a picture of it. There was the most gorgeous tourmaline ring and it was fabulous. It was beautiful and it was huge, but like Mm -hmm. you could throw that shit on with a gown or you could throw it on with an even with, you know, a t-shirt. And that's what I love the pieces that are almost, you know, I was watching a a watch because I really do love watches. I'm getting very into watches. Um, Hodinkee, the watch site does like a series where they interview different collectors and they were talking with Bethany Frankel, who's a huge watch collector, um, which is kind of a fun fact. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about this Odemar watch that she has. It's Pave Diamonds. And she's like, it's almost, you know, because it's literally all diamonds, the face, the dial, the, the bracelet, all of it. And she's like, it's almost so blingy that it goes like 360. It goes all the way from formal back to casual because it's so blingy. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love. I love the pieces that are like so bold that you kind of can get away with wearing them casually because they look like statement jewelry. That's like from J. Crew, but like really, it's diamonds. <laughs> I kind of live for that. I think it's kind of. I think it's kind of crazy. I think it's kind of fun. Um, and you like bold jewelry. You don't like boring jewelry. You like something no, different. I like different. I, I like- did see a ring today. I will. I don't know if I can post a picture, and I'll have to ask. But it's Boucheron, which is oh my god, one of my favorite jewelers. Um, from Paris and it was rock crystal and diamonds and it's made to look like half of a butterfly is across your fingers. Oh, wow. And it was just, and it was to die for. Now the story behind it, she's like, I mean, and it was like third, no, I think it was $15,000, something like that. But I was like, so what's the retail? She's like, this was 68. I'm like, and Boucheron's expensive. It's really expensive. But I was like, I really don't think this ring was $70,000. It has rock crystal in it. Like, it's not that expensive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I looked up and it like, it kind of was like, those rings are like $50,000. I'm like, Jesus, but it's fabulous because it's bold and it's different and it's not something everyone has. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a Cartier necklace I saw today that I've never seen before, which was their, uh, it's called Mayon, which is like this link that they have it looks almost like bricks in a chain, which is normal. They have a million of those, but this one had the Panther, like a 3d Panther walking on the lake. Oh, I love the Panther. You know, I love the Panther. I did take a picture of that one for you. Uh, I didn't even ask the price. I didn't want to know. Um, but again, I got a dealer price on it. So I was like, I was like, I'm going to hold this one. Maybe I'm like, I'm going to hold this one. And maybe, you know, for your big bur- milestone birthday someday, you'll, you'll have I, it. I but. love the Panther cuff. Ugh. They did have one in all white pave earlier. And I was like, how much? He's like, it's over 200. I was like, I can't. Jesus. I can't. You would have been in, in, you would have been in heaven. I know. I would have, I would have, it's shot worthy. I know. But all the pictures, I felt like I was there with all the pictures that you sent to me. And it was, it was really cool to sort of watch, you know, from behind your shoulder, what you're doing and follow along and, and see, you know, all these interesting dealers and these people that you get to meet because whatever you learn, I learn. So that's exciting for me. Leave us with one final thought about, I know mixed costume and real, but guide us a little bit more about diamonds, about gold, silver. What do you, well, give us I mean, I, I love mixing costume and, you know, real and costume. You know, it's what chic people did. You know, Coco Chanel did it, although, I mean, she's not the best example. She's kind of a terrible person. But 
<laughs> that's besides the point. It's that's not the point. <laughs> I say invest, like invest in things that are special and unique and that make you happy. But also it's a fine line because don't invest a ton of money in something that you're not going to love forever. Because if it's super edgy and trendy, you might not like it in 10 years. Right. Right. So you got to be really careful with it because you don't want to buy, like, you know, you don't want to put a lot of eggs in that basket. And then in 10 years, be like, I fucking hate this thing, <laughs> you know, which happens. But like, for me, I love edgy jewelry, like a Cartier Panther ring. I know I will want one until the day I die. God help my, whoever I end up marrying. Cause that is going to be one terrible bill. But <laughs> I mean, those rings are amazing. I mean, would they scare a normal person in like middle America? Probably. Cause it looks like a Panther's eating your finger, but it's fabulous. Who doesn't want like a six ounce or whatever, four ounce gold panther on your finger? What, what, like that's weird? Come on now. Right? It has like enamel and emerald eyes. Like who doesn't want that? <laughs> like, so I say invest in the things that make you happy and that are special. Like I, but also like, you know, I, 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 I like the nice pieces of jewelry that I have that are like, you know, real, you know, gold and platinum are like, I have a signet ring, but it's a little bit different. It's not the signet ring that everybody else has, you know? Mm-hmm. I have my like gold dome ring. It's a little bit, it's a little bit of a different shape, things like that. Like I have a band that was a gift from one of my dearest friends for my birthday. That it's like, I think it's platinum and, and diamonds and the diamonds are like dusted in a way that like you just wouldn't expect, you know, very unexpected, um, very, unexpected. you know, it's just cool. It's just, it's beautiful. And I now look down at jewelry, like jewelry. And I think it started a little bit before I started this job, but I've been getting into jewelry the past year. I just, I believe now, you know, more than ever in investing in jewelry. I'm not saying buy Cartier everything, but I like the idea of real metal. Yeah. I I mean, I love it. And thank you for enlightening us on what you've been doing and giving us some tips and letting us know what you've been seeing. And I will say this. I promise never to tell you to buy a Chanel necklace again. Thank you, Nolan. I promise that. That much I promise you. Yes. There was a Chanel necklace that was. That was sick beyond and he's like it's on sale it's on sale I was like I'm not buying it um I I still actually I do think you should have bought that okay we'll unpack that later okay so Nolan thank you so much this has been fantastic I'm so glad to have you back even if it is just for one episode I'll see you again when you're when you can pencil me in and your schedule allows I know I literally came up I skipped I skipped after work cocktails with very important people just for this. Actually, no, here's what really what happened. Just we'll keep it quiet. <laughs> you, you I cried. came upstairs, cried on the phone to <laughs> and I was like, I'm so overwhelmed. And then in three seconds, I was like, do you want to do the podcast? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. I said, I said let me put some pants on. I did. You literally said, let me put some pants on. Uh, I, I didn't, but it's okay. I'm not wearing pants right now. Okay. So guys, you are listening to Mr. Nolan Meter, Mr. Big Shot, hot pants, too big for his britches, literally too big for his britches because he's so skinny. Giving us some jewelry tips, giving us some tea, spilling the tea from the Vegas jewelry shows, the many shows that he's been attending this week. We are so lucky to be able to get some tips, some hot tips for him, which were, you know, do your research, mix costume and real definitely invest in pieces that will make you happy and less trendy and don't shun on the vintage and secondhand jewelry stores especially if you want to spend a lot of money on something look there first before you go to a chain those are the key takeaways from this episode and you know nolan did see lots of fashion crimes um in vegas which we i did see several we need to unpack them (laughs) which we will certainly recap that next 
next time. But this has been Fashion Crimes Podcast. We loved having Nolan back and we will take him anytime we can get him. And we appreciate it so much. Please hit us up, send us snail mail, give us a DM, figure out what you want to know, ask us questions, let us know what you want to hear. Nolan, thank you so much. I'll call you in five minutes. Of course. I will see you soon. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.